welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday, where every Friday we take a little time and explore some of the freaks of nature from around the planet we cherish so deeply. So please, jump aboard and let's explore the wilds together. Welcome back to Freaky Fauna. Yes, a nice, relaxing Friday. I am the great and powerful. Wait, no, not powerful. And peaceful, mystery. And, and my name is Jay. And welcome to Freaky Fauna Friday. Welcome. Where we bring all the freaks of nature to you on a Friday. We're going to talk about probably the most argued. Uh, fossilized specimen in history. Oh, worse the than the Triassic cuddle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The the there's a bunch of memes about this animal on all the paleontology pages because every like twice a year there's a paper that comes out that completely reconstructs it differently. Yeah. And at the very end of this episode, I'll show you my favorite one. Okay. Uh, but we're gonna talk about the Spinosaurus to show that science isn't an exact science. Hmm. Spinosaurus. I'm trying to think which one this is. The big one, the sail in the back. Okay, the big dinosaur with the big... Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so everybody knows that it got famous from Jurassic Park 2. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Jurassic Park 3. Oh, the uh, least, the worst one. I liked it better than 2. <laughs> I don't remember to be oh, honest. Oh, the true trio. Isn't that, isn't that the one with the uh, the girl T-Rex? Jurassic Park 3? No, the, the male and female? Yeah. Uh, that's Jurassic Park 2. Oh, okay. that's the one that kind of didn't do as well as the Bachhausers because they didn't have any. They, the only original cast they had was uh, Ian Malcolm, the the, the statistician or whatever he was. Uh, uh, what what the heck's his name now? Uh, Jeff Goldblum. Yes. Uh, 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 must must go faster. Must go faster. Uh, so the dinosaur with the fin on its back. Spinosaurus was a giant carnivorous dinosaur that grew up to lengths of. Um, they're big. Sixty feet. Yes. Really? Yeah. So keep in mind, T-Rex topped out at like 42 feet. Dang, what a lucky guess. Uh, but yeah, so these guys that got up to 18 meters or 60 feet. Now, once again, we don't know anything about dinosaurs, really. There's a lot of good educated guesses because a lot of their skeletal systems are still very similar to modern-day birds. So you can kind of look at the modern-day birds that correlate and kind of tell how they were moving around and stuff like that. Spinosaurus was very different. Okay. Uh, it had extremely dense bones, we'll talk about, which points to more like a hippo-like animal uh, being mostly either aquatic and running along the bottom. Yeah. Well, that would explain like it's... Well, keep going, keep going. Yeah. So there's just a lot of questions with this, but we'll get to that. Uh, but it most likely walked on at least two legs part of the time. Uh, like I said, reconstructions. We have knuckle-walking spinosaurus permanently. Like they are like a big, kind of like a crocodile that stands upright, though. Oh, I was going to say like a big ground sloth. Yeah, kind of like like that. Okay. Uh, or more like uh, if anybody's played Ark, you know, they can run on two legs, but yeah. when it's walking around, it's on all fours kind of deal. Or something that may have been fully on all fours. Uh, these guys are missing a lot of their skeletons. But we have a lot of their close cousins like Suchomimus, not Suchomimus, uh, I can't remember. Eurotoraptor is one, and Baryonyx is another. Okay. So we have their uh, close relatives that look just like them except the big sail and a lot smaller. So we kind of are guessing off of those animals with more complete skeletons. But yes, um, Spinosaurus had a huge sail on its back. 
it was supported by elongated vertebra columns. So the types of spinal columns are what these big, long sails are made out of. And we'll talk about that. You know, in Jurassic Park, when you watch it, it was thin. It was a very thin sail, like skin-wrapped yeah. around the bone. Uh, and we don't know what that was for. If it was for heat regulation, sexual display, uh, there's a couple of theories that it may have been for sailing. As in, like, literally using it as to catch wind. They may have been, an, like, an, an open ocean animal. Mm. Or it may have been to attach muscle, making the animal much more heavy. Mm. Like, a, basically, a yeetosaurus is kind of the joke. Yeetosaurus? Yeah. Okay. Is it being able to pick something up and just swing it. it and throw it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you know, there's a chance that's how it was killing prey, is using these giant muscle groups. Um. Or is there the store blubber? Ah, oh, blubber. Mm-hmm. Blubber-saurus. Spinosaurus got its name. It just literally means spine lizard for those elongated spines. There's a number of theories put forward to what the sail was for, uh, but we have no idea. Sometimes I actually think instead of a sail, the Spinosaurus uh, supported actually a long, fleshy lump on its back, like a bison. Oh, okay. And if you look at bison, actually have a similar apparatus on their, their, their rank and their shoulder blades that hump that big muscle yeah. lump. Is actually elongated spines hmm. that muscle groups attach to. So that's what I was talking about. There's a chance that this animal had immense amounts of muscle. Do camels' humps have that? They have no bones in them, no. Oh, uh, okay. So those are for storing water? Fat, but yes. Oh, uh, okay. So they lied to us. Kinda. Okay. It's just easier for a kid to understand. <sighs> They're always warping our drink minds. Of coffee. Hmm. Yeah, they always told us in school that it was the first heat regulation, the Spinosaurus. I mean, that is a that was an old school thought for a lot of dinosaurs, especially like when you look at uh, stuff like Stegosaurus, those plates. Yeah. Um, Rockefeller. Rockefeller. Uh, that's what the thought was forever is it was heat exchange, and now it's most likely a sexual display thing. And that may sound weird, but if you look at a lot of modern-day animals, they will heavily inconvenience themselves oh, for sexual display. Just look at modern-day birds. Or communication could have been what it was for. They could Ooh. flash colors through them. And they, uh, from the eye, the eye sockets we have of dinosaurs and some of the brain cavities we have preserved, they are very much like birds, being able to differentiate tons and tons of color. So color may have been very important yeah. to them. What if they could click the bones together and like make rattle. a... Yeah, like a scary sound. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Yeah, imagine a 60-foot like rattling... A 60-foot-tall animal like a rattle, like a rattlesnake. Uh, so we're going to talk about its skull because it's an odd thing, especially for a large theropod yeah. carnivore. Spinosaurus' skull were very long and thin, resembling that of a modern-day crocodile. It was around how Ten, long? Six feet. Yep. Really? Five to six feet long. Dang. Spinosaurus had long jaws that were widely spaced teeth that were also straight teeth. This would suggest ideal for catching fish. That's what I was going to say earlier. Its nostrils are all on top of its now also, which suggests a submerged animal. Mm. So instead of being more towards the front of its face, like a lot of guys, it's actually like up here like a crocodile. Okay. And nobody can see what I'm doing. But instead of being on the end of the snout like a dog, yeah. it's actually on top like a crocodile. It's all about that base. All about that base. Base nostrils. So this would suggest a much more marine or aquatic lifestyle. Doesn't mean fully it has to be, but... When you look at those kind of traits, the co you know coevolution with like crocodiles, yeah. Uh, Spinosaurus also had small ridge on top of its head just before its eyes, so it also had a little mini sail on its forehead. Mm. Uh, once again, could be a sexual display thing or for communication or all kinds of stuff. Uh, were they fast swimmers? Spinosaurus had relatively short legs for its proportionally long arms. 
Most of the two-legged carnivores, uh, most two-legged carnivores are dinosaurs. Most dinosaurs that are carnivores are two-legged. Scientists think this suggests that Spinosaurus would have spent at least some part of its time walking on all fours. Um, it probably would not have been that great of a swimmer. Hmm. The only factor that's kind of challenging, we don't know what the tail really looked like. Yeah. If it was a big, wide-based tail like a crocodilian, they probably were very fast. Yeah. Or if it had a more traditional theropod tail, it was probably running along the bottom. Right. It's not technically swimming, even though you watch hippos. Hippos cannot swim very well. They are extremely fast in the water. Yeah. Because they do this running style on the bottom, but hippos have incredibly dense bones. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Any questions so far? No, but I I was going to say that earlier with its snout, the way it's shaped. It's like a fish catcher. Yeah. Type animal. They're definitely, they definitely didn't look like the Jurassic Park one, where it was really tall and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, Because that one had really long, normal theropod legs and really short arms, relatively speaking. Yeah. And it would have been quite the opposite. Its arms and legs are almost the same length. Okay. Uh, Even though its its hands essentially were hyper-developed. So it did have, you know, yeah. Fingers that could articulate, yeah. uh, big claws to catch food or defend itself. Like a therosinosaur? Not as extreme, but yes. Okay. Therosinosaurus. There. Uh, so this is hard, you know, with estimating any th- extinct animal weight. But these guys were considered to be quite heavy. Uh, a very constant range on the small side of four all the way up to 23 metric tons, or four and a half to 24 or 26 short tons. Most studies suggest that the weight is actually somewhere between 12 and 20 tons. So not uh, that weight wouldn't have been as big as some of our massive T-Rexes okay. for the most suggested range. The biggest Spinosaurus estimate w- would put them above T-Rex. Okay. So these guys were the longest carnivorous dinosaur, not the heaviest by any means. Yeah, I just, they still don't know. These yeah. guys were very thin and narrow, okay. as far as we can tell, uh, when T-Rex had a much wider base. Okay, their big old feet. Yeah, I mean, their hips were giant. Yeah. Their rib cages were giant. They were very much more like a, uh, when you look at a, a terrestrial bird versus these guys who look like they had much more design for being aquatic. Yeah, I would definitely say these guys had to be aquatic. They had to be. They're like the, the Muscovies of the prehistoric. Yeah, they just they just got feathers. They're still around. Mm-hmm. Uh, paleontologists have identified two separate species of Spinosaurus. Spinosaurus Egypticus, it's from Egypt, and Spinosaurus Moroccanus. Oh, let me guess, from Morocco? Nope. Oh, damn. No, it's from Morocco. Oh, okay. I was going to do, I was going to let you guess. Oh, okay. But you took it from me. Uh, the Spinosaurus Egypticus, we had for a little bit. Uh, it was a very new fossil right during World War II. Uh, and then it got destroyed in the bombings. How convenient. There's yeah. pictures of that one, but... Uh, the first, it took, I think, another 30 or 40 years before he found another one. Yeah. Uh, because they were probably not very common in their environments. Mm. They were probably these ecosystem kings. And as we know, the ecosystem kings have the lowest abundance. So having a fossil of them is even more rarer. rare. Yeah. yeah. Especially with being how big they were. Uh, so, yes, uh, Suchomimus, Irritoraptor, and Baryonyx are all close cousins. And yes, there's a dinosaur literally called Irritoraptor. Ear to raptor? No, ear to, like irritable. Oh, ear to raptor? Yeah, and it's not a raptor. It's uh, a big. It's the next biggest uh, Spinosaurus without a spine. Oh, dang. Okay. Mm-hmm. So where did Spinosaurus live? They're found in North Africa continents like Egypt, 
uh, Morocco, and they would have lived alongside dinosaurs such as the plant-eating Oronosaurus and the fearsome. Now, here's one that is oh, a fun one. Car car odontosaurus. Car car odontosaurus? Mm-hmm. Uh, a T-Rex-sized predator, uh, but their heads weren't as developed as T-Rex, so that's why they're not as famous. Yeah. Spinosaurus teeth would have been found all over uh, with plesi- or pet- or, sorry, plesiosaur fossils, suggesting Spinosaurus's diets weren't just restricted to fish. There's a lot of freshwater plesiosaurs. So these are the flippered reptiles, marine reptiles. Right. Uh, there's the long neck plesiosaurs and short neck plesiosaurs, but they were eating those guys too. Those were just turtles. Don't they know that? <laughs> they just didn't have the shell in the fossil. Uh, Spinosaurus didn't have things all out of the way. A spinosaurus's spines bones were broken halfway by what we believe were carcarodontosauruses. Oh, they're natural predators. So a couple eh? of the more recent ones, well, at least territorial fights. Yeah. Or uh, we imagine these guys would sunbathe, and they probably weren't as good. Like they probably couldn't defend themselves on, on land as easily. Okay. From something the size of a T Rex. Is it after you? Yeah. Uh, which is smaller than them. But much more agile and able to move on land quickly. Still a big, and big, a much harder bite. Yeah. So when you look talk, you know about the, the Jurassic Park movies, the T Rex bite and it got the first bite in the back of the Spinosaurus' neck would have killed the Spinosaurus immediately. Yeah. It would have broken it. it the T Rex could bite through bone like nothing. Yeah. Uh, Spinosaurus had a gripping bite, not a crushing bite. Right. Yep. Uh, so there was one where literally the, the chunk of spines. Had been bitten off or bitten through yeah. by a carcarodontosaurus. Oh, that's the fossil they found. Yeah. Oh, dang. Okay. It matches the jaws perfectly of just one of these. Whether it was a territorial fight and it just came up and bit, and the spinosaurus then took off, or yeah. it was maybe a fight to the death, you know, and that was just kind of the first big bite. So here's a big question: What spinosaurus should sail for? The sail spinosaurus has maybe been helped to regulate body heat. Several theories, though, suggest what it was actually used for. One suggests it was, uh, like I said, mainly controlling body uh, temperature. Blood vessel close to the surface of the sail would have warmed up in the sun more easily. This would allow the spinosaurus to warm up faster than other dinosaurs, giving it a head start when it came to finding prey. That's the old view with thinking the spinosaurus, uh, the dinosaurs in general, were cold-blooded or semi-blooded. Right, yeah. Hybrid. I fully personally believe they were warm-blooded. They had to be, uh, be that big. Birds are warm-blooded. Yeah, it'd be that big. Why. Yeah, yeah. They could have never, like, especially when you look at, like, the big herbivores. Yeah. They could have never ever warmed up. They would spent all day doing that, and then by the time they were warm enough, warm. it was dark. Yeah, they had never warmed up. Others suggest that Spinosaurus uh, sail was brightly colored, and they used it for ma- attracting mates. Uh, this could also be used for communication. There are some theorists that think they could have been flashing colors. Uh, there's actually some evidence that suggests Spinosaurus may have been good parents. Mm. So they may have had their young around them, like crocodilians, whether it was as dramatic, more dramatic than crocodilians to care for the young or something similar, which is not odd for a theropod dinosaur. Okay. You know, a lot of these guys now, we know T-Rex was very good parents. They, they stayed with hatchlings. Hatchlings stayed with them up until, you know, they were medium size. Yeah. Where a lot of other carnivores couldn't really mess with them. Right. Uh, so that would suggest that maybe they were using this for a form of communication. Mm. They have reconstructed one of their vocal boxes. From a couple imprinted fossils. Uh-oh. And these guys sound like giant loons. Oh, really? Yeah. Most dinosaurs sound like bird. How do they figure this stuff out? Huh? Because we actually have some fossil imprints of them, and we can reconstruct them and just push air through the thing you build. Hmm. It happens to sound just like a loon. You're like, well, that that makes sense. Yeah. Do loons have any of that uh, stuff? Their spinal like evidence of like the, the spines on their back and their skeleton? No, you've seen loons. I know. I just didn't know if there was some. We all like, have ridges. Say, ah, ha. So do we. 
Aha! Science. Uh, so, Spinosaurus versus T-Rex. Okay. Because uh, this is the one everybody gets questions about because they w- they didn't live near each other in time at all. Oh, they did not. No. Uh, so, actually, they didn't live on the same continent. Uh, I'll get to it. With T-Rex being up to 12 tons and 40 feet long, uh, I'm sorry, but with being up to 12 or 40 feet long, 12 meters long, and weighing up to 10 tons, it was smaller than Spinosaurus. However, T-Rex had a much more immensely bite and greater standing height. Uh, and everybody sees Jurassic Park 3, Spinosaurus versus T-Rex fight, the Spinosaurus emerges victory. Some T-Rex fans have disputed this outcome, saying that although T-Rex was a smaller carnivore, it was heavily much more stronger and had an extremely powerful bite. However, Spinosaurus wasn't just a fish eater. Uh, you you know how you look at grizzly bears for eating, being part-time fish eaters. They're still pretty tough. Right. Uh, and they have special adaptations for eating fish doesn't mean that's the only thing they do. I see, but bears don't have a long, thin snout and, you know, those kind of do. Kind of, but not this extreme. Not like it's like an alligator gar. But you're also talking about an animal that goes from eight feet long to an animal that's 60 feet long. Oh, well, yeah, true. That does play a different factor into it. We're talking something the size of a modern day fin whale, uh, you know, that can come onto land. Wouldn't it be funny if like T Rexes were just like big ducks? They were. <laughs> that was, was literally terrifying. That's, it. <laughs> that's more scary than anything else. I mean, you actually go back and dive. It's literally just a giant duck, and these guys are just what a loon. So yeah, but they weren't even on the same continent. Oh, okay. Uh, T Rex is a North American animal. Spinosaurus is an African man- animal. Mm. As far as we know, uh, there were cousins of them here in North America, but but wasn't that far enough back then? All the continents were still connected. No. No. Oh. No, oh, I did it. I did it. They split very early in uh, the dinosaurs' reign. Dinosaurs reigned for 120 million years. Yeah, that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Antarctica had dinosaurs on it. Yeah. Hmm. So who do you think would have won in a fight? Now that you know T- T-Rex was smaller, but probably a much more powerful predator when it comes to the bite force and the maneuverability. But Spinosaurus... Literally had them by 50% the size extra. And it has arms. Very large, use. powerful arms. Or T-Rex is just like, you know, unless it gets in close. Here's my opinion. Uh, most predators don't fight other predators. Right. It's just not worth it. Yeah. 99% of the time, unless it's like hard times. Grizzly bears will take food from other predators, smaller predators and stuff. Yeah. But then wolves will run them back off. And, you know, it's like. Most time, predators don't want to fight other predators because they're going to lose no matter what. Because well, yeah. you you have a high chance of sustaining a critical injury, even if you win. Right. So if like, a T-Rex and a Spinosaurus were really looking at each other, it depends on if the T-Rex is, if they're on land, the Spinosaurus will probably just try to get back to the water. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. And once it gets in the water, the T-Rex is not going to pursue anymore. Right. It's like a lion in, and a crocodile. You know, one has a much better chance in their own terrain. Right, exactly, yeah. And once they're in their their the other animal's not dumb though. Right, it's not going to follow. It's yeah. a predator, it's smart, calculated. Yeah. yeah. So you think who would you think if they had to fight though you put them in a box? Probably T-Rex. I think I think if Just, the T-Rex would get one good bite somewhere yeah. that mattered, not to sail, uh it would be dead instantly. And yeah. Carcharodontosaurus did not have as hard of a bite and bit through right right through Spinosaurus's sail. It's a weak point. Yeah, it's just bone. I mean, and then these predators are designed to just destroy bone. So. Bone saws ready. Bone. I want to talk about, there's tons and tons of stuff. Spinosaurus has been one of these these fascinating creatures forever. They're really scary to find on Ark. 
Yeah, I guess it's just the water T-Rex. Yeah, it's as far it's, as arcs concerned. And then they get get out of the water and they can sprint like mm-hmm. chase you down immediately. Uh they probably weren't that fast. Oh, that game was absolutely frightening. But no large theropod would have been that fast on land. You're talking about extremely heavy animals trying to run. Oh, I'm maybe a little short bursts of mm-hmm. they're the 50 meter dash champs. So, like I said, every year Spinosaurus kind of changes. Okay, a lot of the changes are small. Some of them are really dramatic. Um, everything from being the almost identical to crocodiles with a big sail on their back to being just the old school was literally a T Rex with the fin. Okay. Like no no difference in how they were drawn T Rex, they just put a big fin on one of them. Now it's like a, a a a peacock with a gar head. The most acceptable one currently is having a large finned tail, like a crocodilian. Okay. Short uh, arms and legs, almost the same length. So it's most likely almost exclusively on all fours, with probably being able to stand up on its hind legs for defensive postures because they would just rather scare away other carnivores than fight them. So if they can rear up a little bit, they already are so big. Don't crocodiles do that too, kind of? No. Rear up? They no. don't? Okay. There's no crocodile that rears up. Or alligators? I don't know. There's no crocodiles that rear up. Komodo dragons? Komodo lizards do, yes. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Yeah, crocodiles don't really, they can't really do that with their body. Oh, right. They can jump, but it's not like, Komodo lizards can stand. Maybe I'm thinking of like that crocodile on hook at the end with the big clock. There you go. It's reared up. Yeah. And then it falls on Captain Hook. So that's kind of the most acceptable one right now of this uh, highly colorful, uh, heavily water adapted animal. You know, these giant wetlands of the time, these giant, you know, and just being an apex of that because it's full of plesiosaurs, other dinosaurs. Like, we have poop of these guys that have dinosaurs in them, though. So in the poop? Yeah, like bone fragments and stuff, like hadrosaurs, the same stuff the T-Rex and Carcar dinosaurs were eating. What a what a fossil find. So there's even a chance they were, like, uh, eating, like, crocodiles, okay. you know, kind of hanging out. It's been hard with that big freaking fin on the back. But maybe that was mimicking a giant plant that was of the day. So it's camouflage. Could have been there. Yeah. Maybe it laid down, and then when they went to when swim faster, yeah, or something, or straight back. I don't know. Maybe it folded back, and then when they had to, they'd pop it up, and they use it like a bowfin. It, as far as I don't think they could ever fold it back because it's a part of their spine, Wait. and it didn't have a hinge on it or nothing like that. Yeah, well, but you didn't know that, so I'm not going to yeah. be mean to you. Yeah, you never know how. My favorite bones work different back then. My favorite one though is Spinosaurus verlagrius. Is a concept made of Spinosaurus actually being much more seal-like. Oh, no. So the thing with the back legs is we have almost no good examples of them. Okay. So they could have been vestigial. Having large, their clawed, giant forearms could have been actually giant clawed flippers. Their tail could have had a fluke. And their weirdly shaped skull could have supported a small snout like an elephant seal. These guys could have been fully marine or aquatic giant seal dinosaurs oh boy what's this picture gonna look like oh my gosh that looks not as frightening you i think 60 foot long yeah but i at least looks like i could run away from it i don't know well it i don't think it would give you the chance in the water no, it, no. Is, it is incredibly goofy in the water i would be scary but on land i would just like, so I'd laugh one, at that's it. one of the funnier ones the other one is literally that hump is just muscle yeah. And they would just, in their way their jaws were designed was actually to slingshot prey. So they would throw animals like 40 feet in the air. So it's like when my dog, when the first time I saw him catch a squirrel, he just shook that thing to, yeah. to death. That's may have been how they killed prey. Like, violent. I was kind of freaked out. And then mm-hmm. he put it down and like looked at it and it was dead. 
And then he just walked away. So there's a chance that's what was happening. I believe it. I've seen it in nature. What do you think? I mean, yeah, shoot, I don't know. It's pretty interesting uh, creature we've discovered. But it's just a show that we don't know nothing about. No, we don't know nothing. Yeah. (laughs) There, there, that one looked like a seal. It's probably more like a bird, but. I think it is. Uh, I think if. I don't think it had failures or nothing because of its size. It wouldn't, have, it wouldn't have needed anything like that. Its legs were probably, like, long, thin, like, flamingo legs. See, I had the opposite. I had, like, like you said earlier, Muscovy duck, like, short, heavy, and webbed. Hmm. See, now, with the snout, now I'm thinking, like, it's like a flamingo just floating around. Uh, I don't think it floated ever. Or not like floating. Stanch its bones were. Walking around in the water and just picking up I don't think this thing could swim at all. Probably not. But that's why I had those long dancer legs that keep up out of the water. No, I think if it had long dancer legs, they, its kneecaps would explode. Well, you know, they're d- dense bones. That's why they didn't explode. There's ways, like, it's like building bridges. Like, I don't know. But no, I think it was, uh, I think it was pretty close to like a crocodile. Yeah, it's probably like that too. Big, a big fluke's yeah. tail and uh, eating a lot of fish, a lot of small dinosaurs. I do think the fin on its back is like a bow fin. It's, it moved like that, like that big, like ribbon. I think it was a. I think it was probably used for sexual display. Like we said, we don't have a lot of these guys, so we may. We're, all we know, we've never found a female. Uh, uh, there's a chance that maybe the females either have a much a smaller one, or they don't have one. Don't have one at all. Uh, and if you look at bison, you know females have a much smaller hump. They yeah. still have a hump, but it's still there. And I would expect kind of the same thing. It'd probably be a, a mute color. Yeah. And then the males could use it as just this big sexual display piece, and like a peacock, you know. They can be inhabited or they can have trouble because of a sexual display piece. That's kind of the point. Yeah. It's showing the females how healthy you are because I can lug this big extra thing around that's actually a hindrance. Yeah. And still I'm finding enough food. I'm finding. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I want that. So what's the words of wisdom going into the weekend? Uh, you know, uh, don't take any wooden nickels. Um I don't know. Don't I, yeah, you ask me too plant, fast. Get ready for your plants, guys. Yeah, go outside, plant plant something this planting a lot. And uh you know, this summer, this spring. Get ready for it. Just this spring. Plant get, something. Plant something. Plant it doesn't matter what it is. Plant as long as it's alive and it grows. Just plant something. Plant it. Nurture it. And remember, uh uh just plant something. Yeah. It can't grow if you're standing over it, blocking in sunlight, giving it too much shade. I have been the great and peaceful mystery. I've been Jay. Have a good weekend, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Freaky Fat on a Friday. If you want to help the podcast grow, remember to share and give it a five-star review.